David, for the third consecutive week, we've nothing to discuss. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, that, that's a great intro, Nick. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's true though, isn't it? Um, what I, else? I think... What else you want me to say? <laughs> I suppose we, we are truthful uh, to our listeners. I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of a Domino's order that I have just gone through. You know, at the end, you got the little bits of crumbs and the the garlic sauce is sort of like mostly gone. And yeah, it's it's a bit of a, a poorly fed dog's dinner uh, this week, isn't it? Um, yeah, so- it's, it's, it's been very low key, very low key. I mean, I'm 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 looking through the stats. Watch a couple of games. Actually, went through the effort of, of watching a couple of games. Just watched Derby and West Brom there. Oh, that was fucking... goal of the season. <laughs> I think, like I, I mean, we'll do a little review of of a couple of players that stood out, oh, namely in the SPL. But I think it's worth chatting about that game because you watch a bit of that as well, David. And there was there was about five or six Irish lads in that game. But I mean, as you know, a lot of games called off over the weekend due to COVID and what should have been a festival of football, a feast of football, really. Uh, the the big one, really, well, not even the big one, but the, the one that a lot of people are kind of looking at is the Celtic game against St. Johnson, the mighty St. Johnson. Mm-hmm. So Liam Scales and James McCarthy both featuring in that, both playing very well. Yeah. Uh, James McCarthy doing his best Andrea Perlo impression, and he actually didn't get injured yesterday. Uh, and Liam Scales, very, very tidy. I mean, he's, you know, I, I remember watching him at Daily Mount Park when he was playing for UCD. And I remember thinking, this guy is a very tidy centre half. He's kind of transitioned into a left back. But that's really all we have to report, really, this week, isn't it, David? Did, did you catch any of the highlights or anything of the two lads? They're very good. They're very good. I didn't. Uh, just going through the reports, for there, obviously, we put it up on the, the Lancet Road page there. And, um, you know, very... Very encouraging. Uh, scale seems to be getting a decent amount of it now. You know, 87 minutes there yesterday. And as you say, James McCarthy with 90. Um, so who would have thought it? Is that his first 90? That's his first 90 for Celtic, isn't it? It's his first 90 for Celtic. First 90 in, I think, seven or eight months, they were saying. He was he was excellent. Like, he was really, really good. He, he You can see how he's adapted his position a little bit. Like, he... He's always been a bit more from the bench, lying, hasn't he? Bitch. Yeah, from the bench. Yeah, well, well, actually, from from the recovery room to the bench, and then from the bench to the pitch. But sat very deep, and he was just it was all these searching balls over the top. And um, is it? She's wasn't it? Kyogo, the the Japanese striker, who's, who's an excellent player. He actually he actually got injured trying to latch onto a McCarthy pass. But it was just all these perfectly measured passes, and you, you can you know you can see that it's. His technique is excellent. Um, broke up the play very well, actually, for the first goal. I think that's worth mentioning. And Scales, as I said, I never thought Scales... I think Scales played a few games at left-back for the 21s. I never saw him kind of transitioning into that. But now a few good deliveries. I mean, he's there's there's a clunkiness to him. I think he'd be an excellent kind of left-sided centre-half. Centre-back, yeah. Yeah. Um, problem position for us, though, isn't it? I mean, left-back. I mean, we, we need left-backs. Yeah, we don't seem to have anyone who's kind of naturally in that position. I mean, we, we were talking about this on the last episode. We said, you know, I, I reckon our, our best fullback pairing will be Doherty, uh, who, as we all know, is a right wing back, playing left wing back, and yeah. obviously Coleman on the right. That would be our best sort of wing back pairing. Uh, we don't seem to have a natural left back at the moment. Well, you got Ender Stevens, of course, but he's 
having his own injury problems. Um, you know, he was once the second fastest pre- yeah. player in the Premier League, which is unbelievable. Yeah. He's getting and a bit he, of game time, but can he? I never understood. Like he, he played against Portugal, didn't he? And then James mm. McLean came on as a sub, and he, yeah. he just he just seems to fancy McLean there, and it's uh, like McLean's in form. It, it wasn't announced the other day that he's in the um, the excuse me. I'll belch there from the Christmas dinner. Um, he was in the um, EFL team of the season so far. I didn't know that was a thing. What a load of nonsense! Yeah. I didn't even share it on the page. I mean, that, nothing against James McLean. Like he, you know, look, we we, we said it. We, we think League One's a bit of a doddle for him at the moment because his fitness is just through, yeah, the roof, through the roof. And yeah. um, but yeah, I think that's a nonsense thing. And it's just like so far, <laughs> you know, it's just a real uh, sort thought, of thought, thought so far. Shit. Shit, we need content. Um, you know, it's like something I would do, like you know, just lash away the keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, there you go. So lazy. Uh, yeah, but that yet again, that's another one, another left back player, um, who isn't actually a left back. And Ryan Manning as well. He's also uh, another converted uh, centre back, isn't he? Who's now playing left back. Or oh, I forgot that wrong. I know he's not a natural well, he was, left back. He, right, well, he was. He was. I think at one stage, well, he was a number ten, wasn't he? He was kind of an attacking midfielder for Galway and then for QPR, and then. I think he actually played a little bit further up for the 21s. Like he was almost uh, almost like a striker. And then he was on the left wing. Then he was left back. He was playing a bit of left center back for Swansea. And he kind of swaps his, I think it's Bidwell. Um, yeah. He's at Swansea. So they kind of interchange a little bit. So it's interesting to see. Like the, the big thing with Manning is his delivery. Like he's very good from set pieces. Like there's kind nice. of Ian Hart vibes off him. Yeah, and, and that's why I did probably have him playing left back as well. A bit like Robbie Brady, who uh, uh, is actually playing tonight. Uh, this is recorded Monday, isn't it? So, um, well, he's not in the he team. Didn't, no, he didn't get, he didn't get on, unfortunately. Um, didn't get on, sadly. Uh, Mark Travers playing. I mean, they, they won 1-0 Bournemouth against QPR. Yeah, Jimmy Dunn as well. Jimmy, Jimmy Dunn's an excellent player. He's He's been doing very, very well. Yeah, um, it's just there's there's about twenty centre halves in the in the squad, isn't there? Because you've Daryl Lennon then as well, who we who we keep mentioning. Uh, we, you watched the second half of the West Brom match, David. Oh. So West Brom and Derby. So let me just double check. I, I was watching the game myself. Um, bad condition. So Derby, Jason Knight, and you had Fetsi Obazele, and then with West Brom, you would have had Callum Robinson. He should have scored actually in the first half. Jason Malumbi and I think I actually switched it off at this stage because um, I had to have my dinner with with my family. We had like a another Christmas dinner. Um, so Gardner Hickman, Taylor Gardner Hickman. I don't know if he came on. Did he come on at all, David? I'll check uh, I am checking it for West Brom. Yeah, he did actually. Yeah, he came on seventy six yep. minutes for yeah. Daniel, for Daniel uh, Furlong. Daniel Furlong, yeah. Easy for me to say. So, so I I watched the first half, David, and and I know you watched the second half. Um, you subbed in for me. So, on on the, I suppose on the surface of it. So if I was going through the derby lads first, so uh, obviously LA was excellent, mm-hmm. really really good, very very impressive him. And um, he was kind of playing left wing back, and yep. he's just he's just so athletic. I mean everything about him. He's just so athletic. His recovery is so good. His recovery pace is so good. He's he's an excellent defender and. You know, we've seen him for the 21s playing a bit further up and he he, he gets four very, very well, doesn't he? And Jason Knight, you know, just typical Jason Knight, just putting himself about, just a few nice little turns, won a lot of free kicks. I think any time Jason Knight gets the ball, he wins a free kick. I've, you never really see him carry carry that far forward because he just gets spelled all the time, but he's 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 a very effective player. Um, Callum Robinson should have scored, as I said. It looked very, very sharp. He's not scoring, like he's not getting many goals, but but he's his movement's excellent. 
But Jason Malumbi, David, and, and I know we were kind of chatting when, when we uh, overlapped watching the match. Uh, yeah. Very concerned I'm watching him because he was, I mean, he, he's getting a run of games. He is getting a run of games for West Brom. He's he's made about three or four starts now in the last few weeks, and then he, he gets off the bench as well, but really struggling to do the basics. And now it was it was shitty conditions, wasn't it? Really bad conditions today, but but I'd be concerned about him. I mean, lo- looking at him and looking at Knight, and Knight's a couple of years younger, um, and he's already got, Jesus, how many first-team appearances? He must have about 50 first-team appearances, and Malumbi only has a handful. And I'm kind of, I don't mean to seem uh, sound harsh, but I'm starting to see why. Mm. Well, he doesn't really seem to um, do anything in the game, really. Um, ironically, I was sort of giving out about Jeff Hendrick uh, not making a mark, and I think Malumbi came on against England a while back, and I was saying, you know, here's this guy, like, you know... Um, He's all action, Mal- isn't he? Malumbi all action, and he's kind of turned kind of more into a bit of a Jeff Hendrick. I mean, if you look through his score, his scores on um, sofa score, just here, because you know I haven't had the luxury of being able to watch a lot of these guys. Just don't have the time. Real life, I'm afraid, folks. He got a seven point three today. Which sorry, he didn't get Malumbi. No, he got um, surely. Enough. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, he got seven point three today. What did he do? I mean, like, I, 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 I didn't watch the last. I didn't watch the last twenty minutes or so. So yeah. unless he did something in those twenty minutes, because all that I saw of him, now he, he gets about, but his positioning, his positioning was poor. He didn't really show for the ball. Now, as I said, the conditions were were horrendous, and and it was very mm. slippy. There's not there's not much control in the ball. Like he he reminds me of like a mini. Aldi version of Roy Keane like he's just all energy and he carries the ball forward well and he's he's just all yeah. action he's all over the pitch but at one stage I thought he was off I thought he'd actually come off because I just didn't and I don't I, know if it's I don't know if it's the West Brom system or what it is but he he's failing to do the basics like he's not hitting five-yard passes and there was one moment he won the ball kind of in the final third and um, the West Brom uh, what's his name D- Dianga I think the, the winger he was at West Ham yeah. uh he kind of makes this lovely overlapping run and Malumbi intercepts and then all he needs to do is hit a five-yard pass and he misses it. He, he actually hits it right into the defender. And I'm there thinking, Jesus, like, I mean, he's 22 now. Like, we we, we can't keep making excuses for this guy. You look at Knight and I'd mm. always say with Knight that, I think I said it a couple of months ago, David, didn't I, that, that he's he's all running and there's there's not much more. But you, you can still see that he's developing and he's constantly improving and he's constantly adding you know, extra dynamics to his game. Like, I mean, anytime he got the ball today, he he was fouled and he, he just managed to turn away from players. But yeah, he's head and shoulders above Malumbi. Head and shoulders. Yeah, it's just a shame, really, because, you know, Malumbi was, was somebody who I was kind of um, tipping to be a uh, future Ireland captain. And I'm looking here and, I mean, his average score. So people go, whoa, what's the sofa score? Sofa score is basically, um, it's based, it goes through through every single pass, every single touch, um, you know, games for everything and it judges them on stats. It's just pure stats. Now, I know some people have been listening to this going, oh, Jesus, stats. But, you know, to be fair, when you're a midfielder, pass, your touch, your movement, um, you know, your uh, your tackling, it's 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 all it's all relevant. And, and this is relevant here. Um, and with Jason Lum, he has an average scoring of six point six nine. I would say that's about, from what I saw today, I would say that was quite accurate. Now, he managed to get a 7.3 uh, today, but he got I can't six believe points. that. You know, I can't it's... believe that. I, I, I don't know. Like, um, 
Like you look at Glenn Whelan in years gone by, and it's this whole idea yeah. that he he restricts space and, and sometimes the positioning of a of a defensive midfield. Now mm. Lumby was kind of playing box to box, wasn't he? But sometimes the positioning of a defensive midfielder, uh, a lot of stuff you don't see. Like they do yeah. cut the, they cut the channels, don't they? And but I didn't even see that from him. I, 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 saw, I it was a scrappy I, game all around, but he was. I, I, I he went saw missing. nothing. I saw nothing today. Um, I didn't even see him in the second half. I was watching it, and I thought I, I, I was like I had to keep checking the. The app, like, is, is, has it come off? Have, have I missed something? You know, something come on and I've missed it. Uh, I didn't see anything. But it was a poor, poor game. It was actually painful to watch. Um, even, you know, poor Callum Robinson, the two lads up front with him. Obviously, he's well, playing. he was sharp. I thought he was sharp. Now, he should have he should have buried that chance. Yeah, I didn't um, see the chance now. But I'm just, just from yeah, what I saw up front. Right, the keeper, yeah. Yeah, there were very difficult conditions to play in. Like, uh, it was pissing wet. And, like, the two lads up front, like, they were just so lethargic and so... I was screaming at, at the screen, like, just pass it. And, you know, they were just really, really poor. Like, so he didn't have much service up there, to be fair. So, yeah. he's still... He's, still he's, he's just one of those players, isn't he, poor Callum? Like, he seems to find himself in teams where he doesn't get great service. And yeah. he just yeah. he just feeds off scraps, doesn't he? He's, that's why he's buying goals in for Ireland. Like he's just the funny thing with him. Like I mean, he, he's playing as centre forward, isn't he, for mm. for West Brom? And he's he's kind of been like he was a left winger for Preston, wasn't he? And then he was kind of like a a centre kind of a support striker. Him and um, McGoldrick kind of mm. played together at Sheffield United, didn't they? And he was he was almost playing a little bit behind McGoldrick. Uh, and sometimes they alternated or whatever, but really a centre forward now. And, you know, but but he does interchange. That's the thing with West Brom, like, isn't it? Grant and D- Dianga, I never know how to say his name, but they they all kind of interchange. But it's just, you know, the, he's so prolific for us. Yeah. And they even said that in the commentary. They said, they said he just can't score the way he does for his country. Now, it wasn't long ago that he wasn't scoring for us, but I always thought his best position was off the left cutting in, but mm. his movement, his movement to be fair to him was excellent. And you kind of feel like the positions he gets himself in, like that, that's going to result in goals yeah. eventually. I think like for us, you know, with Ireland, I, I did say like, you know, he feeds off scraps. To be fair on the make, he was feeding off scraps and the early parts of the... Um... He's playing, playing on Ken- Playing on the right wing, wasn't yeah. he? He's playing Kenny, literally on the touchline, yeah. Yeah, the early part of Kenny, he's feeding off scraps. You know, he he's banging goals in a plenty um, because, you know, we've started to play some decent football under Kenny and, you know, you can kind of see what he does. But, you know, this is a lad that's been playing in the Premier League at, for West Brom and has to has literally played off scraps and because that's the way they are. They have to make themselves difficult to beat. Um, doing well in the Championship at the moment. Probably go up again, but... Although they they blew it today, they really should have won this game. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna find it hard. You know, they're gonna find it very hard because even you yeah. look at Blackburn, you look at Blackburn, and they're gathering a bit of momentum. And Coventry have been very good. So, you know, I mean, Fulham, Fulham and Bournemouth, you'd have to you'd have to back there. And I mean, it's good to see those Irish lads there. I didn't see the. I saw about ten minutes of the Bournemouth game, but I mean, Gavin Kilkenny didn't get on, and Robbie Brady didn't get on. But well, if you, well we're very heavily involved here. I mean, Bournemouth, yeah, yeah, are, are top of the moment. Fulham second, you know, because I was Christie. Um, bless him. Um, you got Blackburn Rovers. Uh, obviously, Daryl Lenahan doing really well there. West Brom. We've, we've just spoken about Middlesbrough. We don't have anyone at. Well, we got um, we got Graham Cavanagh's lad, Callum. If, if he yeah, has, yeah, if he makes a breakthrough. But like, the, it's it's so important that now what we should you know what we should do an episode on David what we should do the amount of Irish lads who get promoted and then they get released because mm. there's been so many like it's fascinating I mean, we we have to do that don't we but, yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean 
I do worry for I do worry for um you know just go back to Jason Mullen I do worry yeah. for him um you know his stats aren't great uh, any time I've watched it's him his he, age David like it's he's twenty two now and we, he, we he was interrupted he, he was interrupted yeah. and you know he did I think he had COVID as well he was interrupted in his development um literally look. We we spoken about this before. He is Brighton's player. Uh, Roberts loves him, but doesn't love him. Unfortunately, because Brighton is struggling, or you know they're 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 fighting all the time. You, you can't take a chance on the lad. So he well, doesn't blocked get... him. They blocked him going to Millwall, didn't they? Because he was yeah. asking for Millwall. That's that's where Millwall wanted to, Millwall wanted to sign him permanently. They want him permanently, that. yeah. Yeah, they they love him, but not enough kind of thing. And and because oh, he's too young, and you know it's Premier League, and it's all about money, so they don't want to risk that. And, and I get that. Don't get me wrong. Then he went to uh, Preston North End, and Alex Ray. Um, I'm saying all right. It was Alex Ray. Um, that's the player, isn't it? No, it was Alex Neal, wasn't it? Alex Neal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Confused. And you know he didn't really play him, and spoke to Alan Brown about uh, about him actually uh, on a press conference and on a virtual press conference, and he said, yeah, he felt that you know he, he wasn't treated quite well um, by the manager. Ironically, mm-hmm. but, 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 but at the same, but, but was he doing enough as well? Because I remember watching him. Um, oh, I think it was Press and Blackburn. Could it? I'm pretty sure it was Press and Blackburn, and he did play, and he was awful. Yeah, and but do you do you think that like Alan Brown, like that was an that was an FAI press conference? Yes, yeah, yeah, back up, yes, a back up, a fellow well, Irishman, doesn't he? Yes, um, and also was actually the announce of Alex Neil uh, being fired had literally just come out. Like we were waiting for the Zoom call to come on, yeah. uh, you know, when it's loading up and it was announced. Yeah, but but there was some truth to that though, uh, Nick, because if I remember at the time, he wasn't getting a lot of game time, and that that. At that age, I think he was 21 at the time. He wasn't getting any time. Yeah. And you can't just like, it reminds me of the time when Robbie Keane was dropped um, by uh, Harry Redknapp. And then I think Harry Redknapp, you know, like just put Robbie Keane on. He hadn't played him for ages and he put him on as a lone striker at Old Trafford. Yeah. And you're like, you're not playing the guy. He's not playing. He's not playing regular. He's rusty as hell. He's not match fixed. You're not playing him. And then you just stick him on his own. I think it was a little bit like that. Maybe that's an, an extreme case. But it was just a case of we're not playing him. And then you're expecting him to pull off miracles and play 90 minutes. And the lad is rusty because he hadn't played all season. Sure, he, there was there was weekends where he wasn't even he wasn't even the un, he was um he was called into the match day squad. So he wasn't playing for the under 23s or the under 20. Yeah, the under 23 uh, 3s in the Prem 2 uh, for Brighton. Yeah. And all of a sudden, then he's like whisked away the matchday squad, not getting in the matchday squad, and then just rotting on the bench. So that had a detrimental effect. Young players need to play. They just had to play and play and play and play and play. And he wasn't getting that. And that did affect him. Now, I don't know what's happened since then. And obviously, you know, he's gone to West Brom. Although, And you must remember, he went to West Brom very late. You know, he didn't go. Uh, I don't yeah, think it was, it was in of, August. It was very end of August, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah and he hadn't played. And no, he he didn't when he when he did play for Ireland. Kenny does like him, although he hasn't got into the last couple of squads, or it's been hit and miss with the last couple of squads. Well, he was he was suspended, wasn't he? Or he, he was, was suspended. Yeah, or suppose, was he yeah. injured? Yeah. But I mean, like if if you look at the the pecking order now, David. So you've Knight, and then you have like Conor Herrhan is playing again. I know I know people have their views on Conor Herrhan, but he's playing quite well, and and Sheffield United are on a bit of a roll now. Yep, and then so you have, and then you have Cullen, who's played whatever about mm. 200, 200 games in a row without yeah. being subbed yeah. off or anything playing, like that. So playing again tonight, he's in the starting lineup tonight for Anderlecht. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, th- th- there you go. And a- another young guy who's just you know progressing yeah, he, and, and showing progress. And then not Jeff, many miles. 
but he's not I a million mean, miles away. Because and like, then your and your buddy Jeff, I mean, he's he's just been resurgent under under Kenny, even though he's not playing. He might get on against United tonight, but he's 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 been excellent. So like, where does Malumbi come in the pecking order? Is he, does he get in the squad? Because you know, there's other midfielders then who are gonna gonna start breathing down his neck. And I mean, James McCarthy, I know you're not a fan of him. I, I actually don't think he's gonna be back at the squad. But no, you, you look at someone like that and you think, well, he he could he could hold the midfield where Malumbi would just go missing. So. He's, he's, I think he, he's really going to be relying on the the relationship he has with Stephen Kenny, isn't he? Kenny loves him. Yeah, he, he, he does. He's heavily re- reliant on that. He, he does, but to be fair, um, you know, he does have to start producing. He's had, I, I thought the move to West Brom was a cracking move. Unbelievable uh, move. Ah, cracking move there. You know, a um, couple of, you know, he's got the Irish lads there, Darrow O'Shea, and he's got uh, um, Conor Robinson there. Too so like he you know he he's amongst friends and mm. I I mean he is getting a run of games and maybe he'll improve and it was very difficult but yeah he look I don't want to I like Malumbi I was a fan of him but I haven't seen from what I've seen of him in the last few months hasn't been good enough I don't know what's going on uh, he needs to be better um, he's got a great opportunity at West Brom they're 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 at the top of the table he's starting. Um, obviously, you, you're having a lot of people going down with COVID, and so he's got a great opportunity to get in that first team and make his mark. And make you know, you've got when you're in the midfield, you've got to make yourself undroppable. Um, if you if you get in, even if you sort of you know through someone else's misfortune, uh, and when you're a young lad, that's most of the time how it happens. You've got to make yourself undroppable. And from what I've seen from us, I'm seeing of the stats, he seems to be very very average at best, and that's a shame. I you know he is still young, he is 22. Okay, but he is still very young, and midfield is a very important position. Well, they're all important, but, you know, midfield, especially now, with the systems that are played, midfield more than ever is the engine room. And, you know, a lot of teams tend to play the ball on the ground now, especially in the championship. So it's a very important position. And so he is quite young, but he really, really needs to, he needs to get away from Brighton. And he needs to make himself undroppable at West Brom. And hopefully, if West Brom go up, he he gets a permanent move to West Brom. Um, it's a good club. They're always going to be, you know, there thereabouts, I suppose. See, but even looking at the midfield there today, David, I mean, they, I mean, they, I think it's Bird. I mean, he's, I mean, he's been kind of him and Knight. He's actually considered to be a better player than Knight. So the two of them are, are decent. But I mean, they're only about 18, 19. Then Young Thompson, who very inexperienced uh, Epicelle. Again, another Irish player, very inexperienced. So when you when you're coming up against a very young midfield, now as I said, Bird and Knight are very good talents, but if you're not able to dominate that midfield or you're not able to make a dent in that midfield, or you go missing against that kind of midfield, yeah. like are you good enough for international football? Because like I, I watched him against Azerbaijan at home up close. Yeah. And I remember thinking, Jesus, this guy he's he's just not he's not ready for this. And he's 22. Can he obviously see something in him? Um, like he was. He had, him, he had him at under 21 level, didn't he? He was his captain. Yeah. But I mean, it's 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 a it's chalk he, and cheese. He, he sees something in him, um, and for whatever reason, whatever reason, he just you know, coaching is all about unlocking the talent, the potential, and the talent. And we all know the potential. Lumbee had. He was fantastic at Millwall. Honestly, he was really good, skillful, aggressive. They loved him down at Millwall. They really did, and he really wanted him back. Um. So it is the art of coaching. He's had a difficult few months, and he has had a difficult few months. We don't know what's going on in his personal life as well. Um, and he is he is still young. He is still 22. He's still young, Nick. Yeah. Now, you know, obviously, I don't want to be saying this when he's 24, 25. So he's still young, Nick. Give him a chance, you know. 
Um, well, like, I mean, in terms of what he brings, in terms of what he could bring, I mean, he's... You oh, know, he's not he, delivering. He, he's not delivering. He's not delivering, but he's... No. He, he, we don't have them, that many types of midfielders. Like, I mean, we... I suppose Jason Knight's very similar, isn't he? Kind of box-to-box, energetic. But it's just the it's just the sloppiness and just the lack of being able yeah. to do the basics. And and that's what comes with game time. Like, simple as. Like, that's what comes with game time. It's It's... You can be as talented as you want, but if you're not having the match sharpness and if you're not producing a senior level, it's it's not going to happen for you. Because let me just do a quick little stat check here. I'm gonna I'm gonna compare Malumbi's appearances to Jason Knight's. Okay, so Malumbi. Okay, so first team appearances. He's actually got quite a few, so I'm I'm probably going to be a bit off the mark here. Okay, he's 80 first team appearances, and then Jason Knight. Okay, so Jason Knight's three years younger. No, apologies, two years younger. Um, bear with me a second. So 80 first team appearances and Knight has 94. You know, so that, hmm. that says it all, doesn't it? I mean, like it's only a difference in 14, but one is two years younger. Um, Malumbi has a couple of more Ireland caps, but you know, what, what has he done in Ireland shirt where Knight has, I think, four assists and one yeah, goal? Yeah, you know, look. As he's got to, he's got to deliver. I mean, if you, if you have, we know the talent Lumbi has. We know the type of player he is. He is quite unique, and you'd love to have him in your midfield because he drives. You know, he drives the attack and he drives the team on. You know, he run. He's great at running with the ball, and you know, obviously at night something similar. And we got Cullen, who, you know, he he passes the ball forward. That's what Cullen does. That that's his speciality, and it's great to have someone who can run in front of you know. Like you'd love to have Knight Cullen, uh, sorry Knight Cullen sitting in behind Knight and Malumbi kind of running forward, and I think Kenny just sees that as his sort of like that's what I want. Bit like Ida Parrot and Conley, you know that's 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 the the holy trinity, and he's just trying to make it work. Yeah. Um, and I think with Kenny, like sometimes. When when you are a ma- massive believer in philosophy, sometimes you do get blinded by certain things, such as this guy just isn't up to it at the moment for whatever reason. But you know, it, it's that it's that it's that belief, I suppose. When you're a positive manager as well, you 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 got to be confident in your own ability. He's probably like, I I I need to get this. I I can get this out of him. I I can, and you and you can as well. Like you you can do this. You know that that's the sort of. That's the attitude Kenny has, you know. Yeah. And to be fair, listen, he got Jeff Hendrick playing. I mean, if you can get him playing, get anyone playing. So, I mean, I wouldn't give up Malumbi yet, but no, he's not producing and he needs to start producing. And otherwise, he is going to fall down a pecking, lo- pecking it was, order. It, it was just like, as I said, it was, it was, I was comparing him tonight the whole time. Like, I remember just thinking, this guy's younger. He's a bit more physically developed. That's all I could think. And I remember thinking this guy was way more hyped up. And like, you can talk about hype all you want, but he was yeah, but way Knight more was, hyped. Knight was, as we playing consecutive football. Yeah. Because uh, let, let's be honest, when Malumbi was back, when Malumbi was doing the business at Millwall, right, he was playing for the under 21s. Yeah. And Mick McCarthy was a manager. But, you know, we, Knight, that would have been Malumbi's time to, to be put in the green shirt, where he had a similar situation with Knight. And through sheer desperation, Derby had to throw him in and, ma- and even made him captain for a bit because they've had to sell yeah. all the players. Uh, they're they're in the shit in terms of money. So that it was just timing. I mean, timing is everything, and it was just timing for Jason Knight and Malumbi. And it just so happened that at the time when Malumbi was was doing the business for Millwall and could have done a job in Green, 
for the senior team, uh, you had a very conservative manager, Mick McCarthy, just basically hitting it long and just bringing the old, you know, he had Glenn Whelan. Glenn Whelan replaced Glenn Whelan, essentially, because, yeah, and to be fair to Mick, he had a job to do. He had a year to do it, essentially, get us to the Euros by all costs. You know, it's, it's he's unlucky in that aspect. And Knight is kind of at the, is at the same stage where Malumbi was yeah. at Millwall. And that's, that's, you can't do anything about that, Nick. That's just, mm. it's a sliding doors moment. But I, I, I hope, you know, it has to be now. He has to start delivering and he has to start delivering soon. Uh, you get to start at 24, 25 and he still hasn't delivered, then I think you'll see him playing in League One, unfortunately. And yeah. I and I like Jason Malumbi. I'm a big fan of Jason Malumbi. And I know he can do it, and I believe in Jason Malumbi. Oh, look, look, I know I'm, I know I'm speaking very critically of him, but I, I love him. I mean, I've been calling him mini Roy Keane for, yeah. Jesus, about three or four years now. Yeah. I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of his, but yeah. you know, I was just disappointed when he doesn't deliver. So a couple of days to go until the January transfer yeah. window. So we've a few little rumors that we've dug out from from various scraped, uh, some scraped from some very <laughs> some some very credible sources here, yeah. David, aren't they? You know the um, <laughs> the most credible sources that we can Tony find. Tony down the road, uh, Tony, Li- you know. quite literally Tony down the road, and you know yeah. this person's auntie's cousin kind of thing. But we we've we've come up with a few anyway, and we we have posted some of these in the last few weeks. So. The first one is, and I know we've we've spoken about him at length already. So Jason Knight, so in recent weeks, he's been linked with Leeds United, Brighton, Newcastle, West Ham, and Manchester City. Yeah. I, I I always feel like as as I've mentioned already, David, very good player, and certainly not the finished article, and he, he is constantly improving. But I kind of look at him and I think there's still a lot lacking in his game that. Yeah. I feel a Premier League team would, would take a punt on because we Alan Brown is a prime example, like very oh, dominant, poor, very, poor fella. I know he's never safe for me, but very dominant in the championship. But there, there was always a reason he never got hmm. a Premier League move and will never get a Premier League move. And the one thing I'd say, the Leeds link is interesting because Bielsa is obsessed with fitness, isn't he? He's obsessed with running. He's, he's obsessed with stamina. Mm. And if you look at Knight and if you look at his performance today in shitty conditions and he, he was just able to keep running and he was just able to to get the better hand of, of the midfield, which wasn't wasn't difficult against Jason Maloney. But I mean, and, and what's his name? Uh, Jake Livermore, another spoofer. But um, <laughs> but he's he's a Bielsa type player, isn't he? Like uh, out, out of all those clubs, then. Yeah, it's Leeds, isn't it? It has it's to be Leeds, Leeds isn't it? Uh, City is a no-go. Come on. Um, not like, gonna... like, like the one thing I would say about City, City yeah. have this habit, don't they, of just signing these random players. And they signed three or four, four um, Aussie lads who were, like, who were like in their mid-20s and then they just loaned them out straight away. So it's it's like an ownership thing, isn't it? It's, Man, it's... Man City are like a bit like a a 16-year-old playing anime manager with the cheats on back in the yeah. day, basically. And they're just they're just acquiring players. And, yeah, it's like, you know, come on. It's it's no. Just no. Um, but do you think do you think he could be one of those players? Like like some of the some of the lads they get, didn't they get your man Arzani, the, the Aussie lad who played in the, the World Cup, and then didn't they get um, a couple of American lads? He's and, got and they, just, like they just loaned them. They just loaned them back out. Like they, never, they never play. It's just end up like Jack Rodwell. Um, was it him? Wasn't that went to? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but Robwell was fairly established. But some of these, some of the lads they signed, yeah. they've you he, know they've they're they're in the same position as Knight. They're they're young and they're playing mm. at a lower level or they're playing abroad and they they've yeah, brought yeah. into City just to 
just to kind of bulk out the squad and then they end up at your New York cities, your Melbourne cities or wherever. Yeah, we, so. don't know. we don't want that. Listen, you know, he, he, he's, he's pa- quite Patrick, Ro- Patrick Roberts is another one. The yeah. Fulham lad. He's, he's quite comfortable at the championship level. And he's playing on a poor team who are struggling and he's still doing the business and he's dragging them out. It's actually, that actually reminds me of Roy Keane, albeit yeah. a, a, lo- a level down. It reminds me when Roy Keane was playing for um, Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Um, and just the, across the road. Yeah. The year they got relegated, um, from the from the first season of the Premier League, and he was doing everything in his power to keep him up. It's a bit like that. I mean, they're going down not through any fault of uh, Wayne Rooney and not through any fault of um, Jason Knight. Just poor decisions made by previous owners and the current owner, um, and that's unfortunate. So it kind of reminds me of that. I think Leeds would be good. I think he could um, charm, so to speak, uh, his way into Bielsa's plans. Uh, he likes young players. He, as you say, he likes a running game. He likes good energy. I think you could get him in there, give him a little bit of a, you know, on the bench kind of deal, and then you know, sort of slowly get him in and then introduce him into, it, and then make yourself undroppable. Get that, you know, you, you come on, you come on, Lisa Mamser. What about West Ham? Because West Ham do have a history of signing championship players. Like they got Jarrah Bowen uh, yeah. last season. He's been excellent, and they got uh, Ben Rama from. From Brentford, so like they do have a history no. of signing championship players. No, 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 no. Uh, not West Ham. Sorry, they, they, they he'd somehow he'll end, up, he'll, he'll end up playing for England, Jason. That's like, what I'm about England somehow. <laughs> you see, <laughs> see him come with a tattoo, back with a tattoo on his head or whatever. Yeah. Um. No, no. I, I listen. They let Josh. Listen. They let Josh Cullen go. David Moyes let Josh Cullen go, and they were so angry about that, and the players are angry about that. Yeah. They treated Josh Cullen like shite. And now he, he's doing the business for Andelect, and he'll probably get a move from Andelect soon enough. Like he's probably end up back at West Ham. He could do. Um, they don't have a great reputation. Who's the other lad? Um, the other Coventry, Mr. Connor Coventry. That's the one. How, you know, they, they've been teasing him like, oh, Willie, won't he? Like, you know, my, my my sister's fella, big West Ham fan, and and he's in with all like all the people are attached. Like, you know, all the podcasts, like, all the rumors, and you get all the uh, the gossip, and you know. There was Willie, won't he play Connor Coventry? And, you know, he was just on the cusp of playing for, and then it's just taken away. Now, obviously, if they sign somebody and they buy them, uh, there's a better chance that they'll play them because obviously you're buying them as opposed to somebody coming through your academy. But no, um, he's kind of messed some of our lads around a bit. And they still Declan Rice as well. So I don't like West Ham. They stole our rice. Uh, moving on to another one. So uh, Anthony Scully, so playing for Lincoln. So mm. his, his father. Uh, it was an ex under twenty one international. He, it's funny because he was raised in England, but he has a Dublin accent. Uh, hey, it's, it's uh, unreal. No, it does happen. Uh, yeah. A new guy had a um, and his kids is like he was born in England, but like he had a bit of a weird Irish English accent, and then his kids it's like Martin. It's a bit like Martin having an English like, accent, isn't it? He just sounds like an Essex boy, doesn't he? <laughs> but like Scully, <laughs> so so Scully's playing for Lincoln. So Lincoln are yeah. kind of are kind of floating at the bottom of. League One, they nearly got promoted last season. Banging the goals in though, isn't he for them? So yeah, well, well, he's been injured, so he's only back. I think he was on the bench all, over the weekend, <laughs> and he's he's coming back into it. So he's been linked with. Let me just have a look. So Blackburn, Preston, Jesus, another Irish player linked with Preston, Millwall, and Barnsley. So purgatory, he's Preston. yeah. Well, you'd hope not, but like I I've watched a little bit of Scully and. Um, I was actually, I was for something separate, I was doing um, a little bit of research for a guy called Brennan Johnson, who plays for Notting, uh, Nottingham Forest, Welsh player, but for something completely separate. 
And um, a lot of the the reels and the clips that I kind of found, it was him and Scully kind of linking up. And Scully, Scully's excellent. Now, context is key. He's playing in League One, but so is James McLean. So is Will Keane. So is uh, Chidozi Ogbeni, who's, who has been linked with the move away from Rotherham, but not, no one concrete. And you look at Scully and you kind of think if he gets a championship move, he's going to be pushing for the Ireland squad. Do you, mm. do you think he's going to go or do you think it's one of these where maybe the injuries come at a bad time and it might impact on a move? Yeah, timing is everything, man, isn't it? Yeah. What, what's, what's the team in the championship he is linked with? Uh, Blackburn, Millwall, Preston and uh, Barnsley. Right, well, he's 22. And yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's 22 and I think he's at the right old age. Uh, to go, he might not go this season um, because obviously the injury. So they'll probably wait, and because you're not going to buy a busted flush, are you? So no, they'll probably wait no. till next season. But like you know, get him in a championship and he starts banging a goal. So that's another option, isn't it? Yeah. You know, he, he's prolific at League One level. Kenny gets his hands on him. You know, um, that's if he's Kenny's type of player. Although you know, will he be Kenny's type of player? Because is, you've you've listed a plethora of League One uh, players. Yeah, and he's not know, picking him. He hasn't picked him, so he's one. Of, he's he's one of the better League One player. I mean, look, Lincoln are struggling, and that could be part of it. But you look at some players. I mean, you look at say John Egan. You look at Conor Heron, and I mean, they they kind of started off in League One, didn't they? But Conor Heron was actually League Two, so I think he'll he he will play for Ireland eventually. I think he's a he's an excellent player, very instinctive. He kind of plays outside outside left, and he cuts in. Uh, but you know, hopefully you get to move. And Blackburn are going very well at the moment, and they they tr- have traditionally in the last couple of years signed a lot of players from League One. So yeah, that could be something, especially if they sign or if they if they sell Ben Barrington. So he's be got an interesting do, one to see. He's got to do it now because he wants, and it's the same with Jason Knight. You've got to do it now, um, to move up a level because it, Jason Knight has potential to be a top top player, like yeah, better better than Leeds sort of, you know. And no yeah. disrespect to Leeds, but Leeds are going to be what bottom half, mid table. Let's be honest, it's just it's, just, it's a close shop unless unless they get a take another takeover and you start competing. Um, so Scully needs to get a move now to show he's worth something in the championship, play for Ireland, and then you'd hope maybe mid twenties move into the Premier League. And yeah. the same at night, he's what nineteen now. He needs to get into the he needs to get in the Premier League and then establish himself in the Premier League and then get a move to a top yeah. team. Scully was an interesting one because when he was with West Ham, probably good he left because again he'd probably be playing for England. <laughs> but he he was playing Prem too, wasn't he? And it was around the same time Aaron Connolly was playing Prem too, and they they were kind of you know they were um kind of in very similar form. So it's uh, he is a guy who could probably bounce back in and get back up there. Next player there, so Deji Sotano. So anyone that doesn't know who Deji Sotano is, so ex Manchester United player. He's from Waterford. Nigerian descent, but has played for Ireland at kind of under 17 level. He hasn't really played at under 21 level or, or any more recent level. So he's yeah. 18. He's he's with Nice. So he was signed by um, Patrick Vieira, who was the Nice manager at the time. And he was linked with Crystal Palace in the summer. A lot of people thought he was going to go go with Vieira when he, um, when he joined Palace. But he's been linked with Chelsea, Celtic and Spurs. So Three fairly big clubs for a guy that hasn't actually played any football. No, he's in, played in the last little while. Now he's very young. Like he, he's. I think he. I think he plays for the second team, but he trains with the first team. So yeah, he, he is very highly regarded. He's and just and turned he's still quite raw. He's just yeah. turned nineteen. Uh, yeah, very young guy. Yeah, this this was a guy that we 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 were flagging up when we used to do the uh, our boys in green uh, thing on the page. Yeah, and 
he just never played. Uh, he was the fastest player at Man United, I think. He was, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, and he felt that the contract wasn't good enough that he that he gave him. Yeah, uh, they wanted him. Him, him, and Odebeku actually partnered each other at United uh, with the the reserve team or the youth team or whatever. And Zatanna, like he kind of plays. He's a striker, come winger, like he's left footed player, and he's one of those guys you kind of look at and you think he's he's extremely athletic. Um, mm. it's a lot of clips. I've 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 never seen him play. I've only seen clips on YouTube. But yeah, he's, he's a very I mean, flash in the pan kind of player. Isn't he played he? Fif- fifteen times for under 18s for United, and he's got four goals and two assists, and that's all I can find on him. And yeah. it's it. Yeah, he needs to. I mean, is he going to go to Celtic and be another Luke Connell and end up in the, the yeah, third tier? Armstrong Okoflex. I mean, he, yeah. I think I think the best case scenario there is either he gets a bit of game time at Nice, or you know he might drop down to the second division in Nice on loan or something, or or in France on loan, or maybe he goes to Vieira and and goes to to Crystal Palace. You know that that could be something. Uh, yeah, I mean. He's, he's, it seems he's coming back to England anyway. Like it, it just seems it's not working out there. But no, I mean Nice. To be fair, um, are second in League One at the moment. So or League One, or League One. That's how you pronounce it, isn't it? League One? Like Formula One. Formula One. Um, <laughs> League One. We're half for the Ireland team right now. And uh, yeah, you know they're doing all right there. So behind PSG, there's a shock. Thirteen points behind. Give me get, here, here's a little trivia for you. Or not trivia, but here's a little on the spot question for you, David. And you better get this right. Oh Jesus! Na- name another player who played another Irish player who played in France. Oh, Tony Cascarino, good man, very good, very good. AS Nancy or AC Nancy, and he played in the second. He played in was a Racing Club or oh Jesus, I don't know. No, no, Red Star, Red Red Star or something. Uh, no, it's Nancy. Oh. Marseille, all right. Nancy Marseille, yeah, he played. Uh, he didn't play in Ego- League One though. He played in uh, the second one. It was when he got, <laughs> when he got relegated. League when... 2. League 2. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that's the other lad as well. But it's been a few, few Irish lads, has there, or is it just the two that played? Anyway, uh, yeah. So Satano, um, yeah, uh, you know, there's a big thing made about him. He hasn't done anything. He is only nineteen. Seems he's to think making, he's not even making the Ireland teams, like the under the underage no. teams. He seems to think a lot of himself. As some of these younger lads, uh, Abadeco was another one of them, and a few yeah. of these guys coming along. Uh, these young young books, Aaron Connolly, another one. Uh, seem to think they're a lot better than they actually are. Uh, I haven't seen anything from this guy, Nick. Uh, nothing whatsoever. So I don't. I don't even get. To, uh, we, we, he was taken off the Arab boys in green. That, that was like slap in the face too. When you're taking off the R boys in green, you know you're in trouble. You know yes. you're in our bad books then. Yeah. Well, not even on our books, are you? So, no. so moving on to the next player there, Jamie McGrath. So linked with Celtic and and Watford during the summer, but more recently linked with Aberdeen. Jesus. He God. is he. I I watched him. Um, I watched him against Rangers yesterday. Um, well, sorry, I watched about twenty minutes of him against Rangers, and he was completely oblivious. He's really, he's really dropped form, um, and he's one I'd worry about. Like, I mean, Aberdeen. Like, people are kind of saying, "Oh, he's way better than Aberdeen," but like, I've, I've not seen or heard anything to well, suggest he'd, he'd, be, he'd be getting a bigger move than that. They're sixth, uh, sixth currently in uh, SPFL. Yeah. Uh, same here, ninth. 
in a 12-team league. Yeah, he he was getting... I thought he was very poor um, outside of the game in Portugal where he was excellent. Yeah. I, I, I didn't... I thought he went missing. Um, you know, he was he was really poor in the Serbia game. I just he, he remember, was shocking. He yeah, was shocking. I, just, I just remember. Th- I remember being really excited to see him. And I yeah. think, like, I think even even going back to the time he was with uh, Dundalk, even when he was with Pats, I remember thinking if he's on the left hand side of a midfield three and he's able to just cut in, he's he's very very effective. And you know, mm. he just he kind of ghosts past players, doesn't he? But Kenny kind of plays him as a winger. You know, he kind of plays him as a winger, and, yeah. and that's that's I, I think, he's not a winger. I think he gets a free pass. He's he's going to be one of these players that'll get a free pass for a bit because he played so well against Portugal, and yeah. we have a habit of doing this in Ireland. And oh, fuck, I'm guilty of it as well. But you know, it's oh. green t- it's green tinted glasses, isn't it? Because yeah. when 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 we posted about this, when we said um, when we put the link up with Aberdeen, everyone's saying, well, he's he's much better than Aberdeen. And then there's there's another. I mean, the Aragide, um WhatsApp group, and they're all kind of saying, oh, he's much better than Aberdeen, and he's he's worth more than this. I, I remember saying to the lads, I said. Look, I said, we're looking at him, uh, we're looking at him with, with green to the glasses. Like he scored a lot of penalties last season. Like mm. he and he scored a couple of screamers, didn't he? But he does go missing in games, and a little bit like as I mentioned, Alan Brown, and a little bit like uh, maybe not the same as as Jason Knight because he he there is evidence that he's just constantly developing and constantly improving. But you have to if you're playing in the midfield and if you want to step up in the midfield, you you have to be dominating for your club and you have to be standing out for your club. And I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say McGrath has no end product, but he has a serious lack of consistency. And, you know, he's, I don't know if he's not on penalties this season or maybe they're not getting as many penalties this season. But anytime I've seen him this season for for St. Mirren and even in the game against Luxembourg and the game against Portugal and um, Serbia at home, I remember thinking, Jesus, I was like, he's... You know he's a very technically good player, but he's he's not he's not the player that I think no. people are hyping him up to. Because we jump we jump on these players very quickly, don't we? Mm. Um, yeah. we do we do jump on these players very quickly, and we and we look at it from a biased point of view, and we kind of think, oh, because he's Irish, um, he's going to be in in the minds of every SPL manager. He's going to be in the in the the minds of Celtics manager or Watford's manager or whatever. But but the reality is, there's so many other lads who are so much better. <laughs> They're probably going to be looking at at. At yeah, them over Jamie yeah. McGrath, who's completely out of form. Yeah, it's a bit of a Paul McShane, actually, if I'm honest, where Paul McShane did really well, like in, in his first start against uh, Czech Republic, he was thrown into deep. And oh, Christ, like we've, un- we've uncovered a little gem here we have. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, no, no, he's really good. He's really... And then I think it was saying, don't you call the man? went, he's actually not. I went, oh, that's harsh, Amo. You know, he's, he's good. And it was, you know, in the star column. And then uh, he plays for Manchester United now, David. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> um, but then I remember just kind of, it's like, oh, yeah, actually, uh, he is too slow and he is sloppy and he he, he switches off at the worst part. And you go, oh, yeah, he, he was right. You know, so I, I I hope he pulls the nose up. But, yeah, um, I don't think he is much better than Aberdeen. No. And I think, uh, look, it's, it's, it's great to praise a player, but, no. you know, I think, I think we do jump on the bandwagon a little bit when a, yeah. a player has a decent game. So. Just a couple more uh, to mention. So Adam Ida, he's been linked with Nottingham Forest on loan. Danny Mandry has been linked with Celtic. And today, mm-hmm. well, not even today, but uh, last night, a link came out from Italy that Matt Doherty could be on the way to Jose Mourinho's Roma. Now, what do, you, what do you think of that, David? Well, you said it to me earlier on WhatsApp and you shared it on a Green Machine page and then I subsequently shared it on Lance and Road page. I was like, hmm. I, I think to you I said, at, at first went, 
Christ, that's never going to happen because why would he go? Why would Jose? What? Sorry, Jose. He's Portuguese, not Spanish. Yeah. Why would Jose um, want to sign him? Like he didn't. But then I thought, but he signed him for Spurs, and that Spurs project was just yeah. like it was. It was. Uh, it was snake pit. It was just lame. It was a lame duck from the beginning. Never going to work. Like, he, uh, like I think Mourinho's playing five at the back, isn't he? For wrong. yeah, or am so, I wrong? It's not. A, I, I fucking. I don't watch series. Jesus. Shame on that. you, David. This is your job, man. If, if I ever have trouble meant, sleeping, meant scouting. If I ever have trouble sleeping, uh, yeah, scouting for a league that's boring as shit and <laughs> doesn't have any Irish players in it at the moment. Yeah, why the fuck would I watch that? Um, but yeah, I um, personally listen. It's not outrageous, you know. It's not outrageous. Rome aren't a team they wear. No Italian team um, are the team they wear. Serie A is in the toilet, quite frankly. And Matt Doherty is a bloody good player. He's shown that for Ireland. He's really pulled the nose up at Ireland. Uh, Kenny's got him playing. Uh, looking at his Spurs record here since, since Conte uh, has taken over. I don't believe he's had 90 minutes for Conte. Not in the Premier League anyway. Uh, he's played He played 82 minutes against West Ham in a 2-1 win. Um on the 22nd but uh, on the Boxing Day slash Stevens Day fixture um, he was on the bench against Crystal Palace yesterday in a 3-0 win so although he played, a, he played all right against West Ham I thought in the league yeah he, I thought he, he was all right he's been told he can leave um, you know he probably just played because of squad rotation um, you know it's just I know we've I know we've spoken about this loads yeah. but it just always seemed to be the way it was going to pan out because like said this so many times but I really feel he was like a, a success of the Wolves product because they, they play such a niche system well not now but under Nuno they mm. play such a niche system and they had you know they they Neves and they had um, Moutinho and you know they were just pulling the strings for Wolves and they were able to just pick out Doherty if he was overlapping yeah. and and he was just a success. And then Doherty had, you know, Adama Traore in front of him and, and he'd um, Diogo Jada in front of him at one stage so I think when when he went to Spurs, I think when Nuno got appointed, I remember thinking, oh, you know, maybe maybe this could be a saving grace, and he might play a similar style. But that that selection, that that sorry, that collection rather, that mm. collection of players that Wolves had at the time, it was just clockwork, really, wasn't it? And and once yeah. he got taken out of the equation, it it just it just yeah. wasn't really going to pan out well. From no, no, it's unfortunate. Uh, but listen, he's still a good player. And by the way, it wouldn't be, I don't think it'd be a bad move for him because I think a slower league most definitely uh, would suit him because he. He'd tear that right side up in Syria. Yeah. Um, well, he's, he's excellent in Europe for Wolves. He, 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 against, this, against big teams. He's a good player. He's turning 30 um, in a few days' time. Oh, bastard. So, so, he's, so that, that, in Italian terms, he's, he's just a nipper. 30. <laughs> 31, I think, sort of like, you know, you're at your prime in Italy. And I, I think he could do a job. It's not outrageous. Look, Jose signed him uh, initially, so I, I could see it happening. Um, he's been told he can leave. I think he's a very good player. He's technically very good, and he could do the business. He's still good for Ireland. Kenny's got a tune out of him again, and yeah, it's not it's not that outrageous. And I think it'd be good. I think it'd be good all around. Anyone else you think should get a move? Because I mean, anyone we've we've read out there, they have been linked in tabloids. Nothing formal, nothing formal at all. But but anything there has just been dug out. But anyone else in the squad, David, you think will? Well, Cyrus Christie needs a move, doesn't he? He hasn't that poor bastard. Who, who was also <laughs> who was also linked to Roma at one stage, wasn't he? 
Because what did I say? Yeah. Didn't, I, didn't I say, um, I, I said in our WhatsApp group, I was like, oh, um, I was like, oh, uh, Christy will, or Doherty will end up at somewhere like Fulham if they get promoted and they'll swap them with Cyrus Christie and then sell them to, <laughs> yeah. sell them to Roma. That poor, <laughs> that poor fucker hasn't played. Um, I was joking, by the way. I was joking. Nah, by the way. But he hasn't played for Fulham no. at all. Like he's just on the bench. Like, sorry, he's not even on the bench. He's not even in the squad. So uh, Marco Silva certainly doesn't rate Cyrus Christie, who's also uh, twenty nine, um, and I, I feel bad for him. But yeah, he needs to move somewhere. Listen, he's an okay player. He was one of the best players in the championship uh, yeah. when he got promoted. You know, uh, under Scott Parker, and of course they just didn't want him in the Premier League, and he moved to Notts Forest. And he he didn't do quite well. I, I do feel bad for Cyrus. He's a good lad, and he's a know, lovely lad. Yeah, yeah. He's a lovely, lovely fella, and I I really do feel for him. But no, I I, I what don't. About, think... What about your pal Jeffrey? Well, of course he needs him. Oh, well, I don't know. Actually, I say that the <laughs> Newcastle project is just revving along, isn't it? I've, I've, they won like a single game since Eddie Howe took over. Um, they might give him a job doing the Twitter feed. Yeah, he does. does remember, remember the drunken tweet or was it a drunken what? comment or whatever Which, it was? Well, 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 that was completely undecipherable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this about? Yeah, while while Stardom were playing, uh, I think yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> we were playing Andorra. It was that camp against uh, Andorra, and I think it was yeah. hungry. And yeah, he was just like on the raz because he say he was hungry. <laughs> um, but yeah, he. Uh, yeah, um, I, I don't know where he go really. If I'm honest with you, Nick, um, there was there was an article. Oh, geez, I can't remember. I'll read it out here. I'll cheat now and I'll read it out. But there was an article. It was nothing concrete, and it wasn't. It, it wasn't the transfer rumor. It was just um, some website saying, "Oh, I think oh, here it is." Here, I won't name the source just in case we're not meant to. Um, but they were saying he should go to either Norwich, Watford. Or Fulham. Well, that's a bit generous, isn't it? Fulham. Um, if he went to any of those clubs, especially Fulham, Fulham are you know at the top of the table. Good coach, Marco Silva. Hey. Needs needs to rebuild his reputation. Yeah, uh, yeah it'd be a great move for him. But oh, broad. Go broad. I think. Listen, I think he got AC Milan, wasn't he? I I actually do think Serie A would suit him. Yet it's a plodding style. He'll have so much time in the ball. You know, it made Henry Chan look like a world beater. You could do wonders for uh, for for uh, for Jeffrey. Uh, L. Jeffrey. Um, what, what about um? Sorry, just to, just just while I'm on him, just because I, I just have the squad open just to check I'm not missing anyone. But she she does look Benny. Like I think um, the Rotherham manager say they expect him to that that that, that well what was it that they they think they're gonna get a lot of bids from in January? I, like I haven't heard of anything. Like there's there's been absolutely there hasn't even been rumors about him and. He's another who, like, he's been excellent for Ireland, but I kind of look at him and say, like, what club would actually take him? Because his end products, yeah, you know, can, can often be lacking. He's been excellent. He's been excellent in League One, but, you know, for Ireland, I know he scored a couple of goals and he's been full of energy, but... but he, he needs to be championship. He, you want him in a championship, really, don't you? Yeah. Well, it's the next step for him, isn't it? But, I, I you know, then then you look at the championship um, teams, it's going to be... It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fucking Preston, isn't it? Scrappy... Um, yeah, <laughs> scrappy team like Preston, you know, like a lot like the, the top teams, the top teams uh, are very sort of like they're, you know, they're technical, they're, they're quite technically like, good normally. Like, like a, I think a lot of people like they, 
again, when an Irish player is linked, we just assume they're going to go to the Premier League or, mm. or a better championship side or a top half championship side. But I, I can see him at like, you know, a Nottingham Forest or as you said, a Preston or a Peterborough or somewhere like that. Like that, that's still development. And he's not, he is like, like he's, you know, he's a big hero. Wasn't there a tweet today of, of uh, young yeah. lad who asked for an Ogbeni jersey, which is deadly, but there, there's still a lot that he's he's lacking that would get him a, yeah. a, a, move, a move that a lot of us would hope for. He's probably trying Derby. <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, uh, yeah. But no, look, I mean. Car- a Cardiff or someone like that, I can imagine him going to. Uh, yeah, I think a Cardiff or... Um, or Bristol or someone like, you know, or Birmingham or somewhere like that, just looking at some of the, the, the lower teams. Probably, I, I guarantee he'll end up at Preston. Guarantee he'll end up at Preston. Look, he's a good lad. He's Great, the graveyard of Irish football. Yeah, Preston Purgatory. Um, you know, not nothing against the lad. Um, he he is, I, I, I think, for, for me, for Ireland, um, he's a super sub for Ireland. He's, he's the new Stephen Hunt. And... That's where he's at his best. I mean, look, look, he he went against Portugal and he wasn't great at the beginning, but in the second half he 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 grew into it. He he did adapt. Um, but how old is he now? He's what twenty six. Oh no, he's he's only about twenty four, I think. So yeah, you, you you'd really want him. Um, I I think he's going to go to a lower. Uh, championship team. I think he'll he'll go for a press and something like that. He, he's not technically very. His ability is his spark, isn't it? Is his explosiveness. Yeah. He's so fast. He's so athletic, and he he does get into dangerous areas. You know, he's one of those. You hit the. He's a bit like James McLean actually. You get the ball in front. You know, you hit the ball in front of him. And he runs onto it. Um, he, he's very good at that. But the the top championship teams are more technical now. Your Bournemouth, your Fulham, you know. Um, Although they didn't look at today, but uh, West Bromwich Albion as well. Like you know, they're very tidy. They try to be very tidy on the ball. Yeah. Although they, they failed at that today. You can tell that. But there was poor conditions. So I reckon, yeah, lower mid-table championships team. Uh, but look, as long as he's playing at a decent level, you know, and he's doing yeah. the business for for the boys in green. Well, we kind of, we, we we said this before, David. I mean, a lot of these lads, they just a bit like McGrath against Portugal. Now I know I've kind of said that he was he wasn't great in the last few shit all over him yeah yeah, but 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 some of these lads they just they just adapt to international football don't they and even look at look at someone like um try and think of a good example there even like Stephen Hunt you know like average Premier League player but adapted really really well to to um to internationals and you know there's there's a lot of players who you know they mightn't be playing at a decent level or they mightn't be considered a a good player domestically but it just clicks them at international level Sean St. Ledger. Sean St. Ledger is a good example. Yeah, I mean, I mean look, 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 the Ireland team is a happy camp now. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're playing with smiles on their faces and they, they genuinely look like a happy bunch. You know, Benny is, um, he seems like a very lovely man, like lovely guy. Um, you want, you know, he, he, he's, he strikes me as a sign of very positive, a lot of positive energy in that side. And he kind of strikes me as somebody that would come in and just like light up a room, like with a smile, you know, just a professional. Really, very professional. Very professional. Lovely attitude, you know. And, and I, I've always said it in international football, Nick, as as long as your confidence is good, your attitude is right. Um, you know, you you, you uh, players don't get a lot of time with the manager. You know, they don't. They it's sort of like right here we go, bam. This is what we're doing. You get very short notice, and there's that element of surprise in international football, and that's why it, it can be so open sometimes because players don't get a lot lot of time to gel. So spirit is very important. And 
you know, you, you want a happy locker room. He's a guy that's going to help create and maintain a, a happy vibe. So you're going to want him in the team as long as he's playing at a decent level and decent form. But look, yeah. Kenny's a very good coach as well. As I said, he managed to get a tune out of uh, Stephen Kenny. I love that expression. Um, out of Jeff Hendrick. Uh, sorry, out of Jeff <laughs> Hendrick. Um, no, I love that. Got a tune out of, um, you know, and, and uh, Benny's done the same as same again. And I mean, you look at a lot of these guys, they seem, you know, it's a bit like the Mick McCarthy effect, isn't it? When he was getting a lot of players that weren't doing very well for the club. But when yeah. he came over to play for Ireland, Jason in McAteer, yeah. McAteer, uh, um, who was the other one? Um, uh, oh, Kevin Kilban as well. Yeah. You know, he, he got into trouble, didn't he, with his club? Because they're like, why, why don't you play like you do for Ireland for us? You know? Mm. So, yeah, I mean, he, he's a good lad. I've gone off on a tangent there. Sorry. Uh, but I, I, I like him. And I thought that tweet was great, by the way. And that's so important. Anyone listening to this, like, we need to create heroes. This Irish team is likable now. It's the first likable Irish team um, for a while. That, I used to get those comments quite a lot. I don't like this Irish team. That's what they would say to me. I don't like him. There's something about him. I don't like him. Very smarmy. Very, you know, you're not for me. You're not very good either. But now we've got a few characters in there. Ogbeni is certainly one of them. And you go, I like these guys, lads. Callum Robinson, such a lovely guy. Likeable fella. And they're good lads and they're honest lads as well. And it's, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's looking good. It's looking good for 2022. And not really much else to say. I mean, Martin met Alex Ferguson. Yes, yeah, he's still he? recovering from that. That's why he. he That's why he's not here. Probably fainted out that photograph was taken. If you're not a United fan, just make sure you send your hate tweets to uh, Prendy Rebel at Prendy at Prendy M. Um, and apart from that, there's there's not really any more news. We're we're hoping to have an, an end of year awards, David, aren't we? The Greenies. Yeah, yeah. Gonna have a bit of fun with that. Uh, gonna get a bit of feedback on that, but uh, yeah. Um, we, we, we have a few ideas for that. We, we won't reveal too much. <laughs> we have no. a few ideas. Might be a few libel cases coming out um, <laughs> from this, from Gr- a particular yeah, fellow. But... Yeah, growing to our long list, but look, nothing new there, is it? No. Yeah, so right, we better leave it there because I need to go off and watch Newcastle beat United. Jeez, um, Jeez. Sadly. So, um, yeah, take care. And I suppose possibly back for the Greenies or possibly back for... Another episode, but you know, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Newcastle are winning. <laughs> yeah, I know. Stick that up your bollocks, Nick. I know, I know. So, <laughs> so send your hate tweets to David Dunn. Um, it's actually uh, Lansdowne underscore RD. What is it that Martin keeps sending to old Lansdowne yeah, Road? I hope if Martin's listening, he actually sends it to the right fucking address, actually. Um, yeah. he, keeps, he keeps tagging me at old Lansdowne Road, which is another page, which is just like... I I was really jealous. I really wanted that. Um, I really wanted that fucking uh, that tag, uh, but it was already taken. So I'm at at Lansdowne underscore RD. Uh, that's that's where you find me. But uh, yeah, Martin keeps fucking tagging me in an old Lansdowne Road. I hope it's you only, listen, Martin. It's the, it's the only reason Jonathan Courtney doesn't like you or do, does like you. Sorry, you <laughs> <laughs> can't be. You can't fucking find me. Yeah, right. You better leave it there. So again, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and like and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So all the best and take care. Adios.